Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Liberal Cubicularist. Today, within the Liberal Cube, is Fry Internet Day. Without the Liberal Cube, it is a totally other day. However, as I have said before, and will probably say again, the color of my car is TARDIS blue, which means I am allowed to mess with the timey-wimey bits of things. Huh? What? Yes. You can uh, probably, possibly, hear the rain coming down. Same thing happened with my drive home yesterday. Uh, yesterday, of course, being TV Tuesday. See what I mean about messing with time? I, I could do it. It's allowed. Car car. Blue. Yep. Uh, and it sounded not great. You could hear the rain. So, uh, apologies for that. Nothing really I could do about it. So, uh, just grin and bear with it. Yeah? Yeah, that's, that's a plan. I don't, uh, most days of the week I will give a spoiler warning. I don't really do it on internet days because I just don't feel it's warranted, really. However, uh, consider me saying that I don't give spoiler warnings your spoiler warning. Yeah. Uh, another thing I like to say is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. No, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. The only payment I ask is that perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Also, something I like to mention on Hot Internet Day is that we, meaning the podcast, that's like the royal we, the podcast we, uh, we have a app on the on your Android devices, hundred uh, percent free. And it uh, basically will keep you up to date with the most recent episodes. So, downloader today, why don't you? Also, uh, another thing that helps podcasts grow, flourish, like a beautiful flower, is if you subscribe on iTunes as well as rate. I think the rating thing is very important. Rate and comment. A lot of work for you to do, however... I know you have it in you, because I believe in you. Yes, you. Not everyone else. No, just you, who I am speaking to specifically right now. You know who you are. Uh, Of course, that leads us to today's sponsor. It is a bar. The name of the bar is Caritas. Once again, today's sponsor is the demon-friendly karaoke bar, Caritas. Alright, let's jump right in. Uh, I may be able to get this done on my way to work, we'll see. Uh, although I'm not in a rush, so what else? I'm very, uh, I guess you could say, lackadaisical about the whole thing. <laughs> First is one of those goddamn items that I don't plan on bringing back but I cannot help myself. It is California On. Uh, I think I may have brought it back, was it last week or the week before? 
where uh, Mr. Kasim G visited uh, South by Southwest. Now, this time, he visited WonderCon. Uh, I have mentioned in the past that my favorite episodes of his his California on series is when he goes to things such as this, uh, just because they are the best, and it uh, kind of gives me that itch to uh, go to a con myself, which I will be doing so, uh, Fan Expo this year in August. So look forward to that. Uh, if A, you will actually be there, look forward to it. Or B, if you will not be there, because I will do as I did with Toronto Comic Con and uh, do a podcast episode on my drive home. So, there. Uh, I wrote down in this one some of the people he talked to. So let's see what we have. First one was uh, Tanya Tate. Tanya Tate is apparently a porn star. He, <laughs> he meaning Kasim G, has had a couple of run-ins with her now. Because he went to, uh, I remember mentioning it and couldn't remember what it was called, something like Sex Expo. That's what I called it. He met her at Sex Expo. I, I don't think that's what it was actually called, but that kind of gets the picture across um, <laughs> where they met. Adult Film Star Expo, perhaps? Something along those lines. She was dressed as Catwoman. And uh, was very naughty. Those two together, they are uh, they are a funny, flirtatious team, uh, and I very much enjoyed it. Uh, next one was oh yeah, this one I think may have been my favorite. Uh, it was a girl by the name of Nightingale. Was that her real name? Uh, yes? Question mark? What? Who? She. <laughs> Uh, she straddled the fine line, this one. The fine line of, uh, she stayed in character that she was, uh, cosplaying as, which was like a anime character of some sort, and she stayed in character the whole, whole time, and the fine line she straddled was between, um, reality and fiction, because she had me convinced that she may have, possibly, I'm not saying 100%, she may have possibly thought she actually was this anime character. <laughs> it's just friggin' balls to the wall crazy. Uh, if she did not have that in her head and were just, just acting the whole time, uh, she should win an Emmy. Or whichever Oscar, perhaps. Very, very funny. Uh, and I liked her, because I like crazy people. Next was a girl by the name of Juri. J-U-R-I. Uh, again, in this case, it wasn't her real name, and she knew she was dressed as a character, specifically a Street Fighter character. She, at one point in the interview, showed her boob to Kasim, so yay for that. That's uh, one of my favorite things about these uh, California Ons, is his, Kasim's constantly seeming trying to pick up these scantily clad cosplayers. Very, very amusing to me. Next, we had a girl dressed as Jasmine. Jasmine, as in Princess Jasmine from um, Aladdin, Disney's Aladdin. Uh, this one I liked because she had giant boobs, so that was, a, that was a bonus. Also, this was like her first time cosplaying, so uh, she kind of had that, uh, that doe-eyed, caught-in-the-headlights look about her. Just, oh my god, I can't believe what is happening is happening. 
Uh, and I liked it. It reminded me of my first time um, not too long ago. And that feeling you get of just, wow, a lot of nerdy people here, and I love it. I think she had that, that feeling brewing in her bosom. <laughs> bosom. And, and it was a bosom, let me tell you. Last was, last was, I guess what you would say, the best. It's almost as if I saved the best for last. And I did, on purpose no less. Very, very rarely do I have a plan to what I say here. Uh, this time I did. Best for last because it is none other than Miss Jessica Negri. N-I-G-R-I. She and Kasim have met at these type of things many, many times. She is super incredibly smoking hot, just mind-bogglingly attractive, and uh, also very good at cosplay. So, sort of hits me in my boner boner and my nerd boner, hmm. which uh, I think Kasim has the same uh, response. Very, very funny. She is, I think, one of the very few what you could possibly consider a professional cosplayer, actually making money, uh, dressing up as various characters. She had a couple outfits here. Uh, one was a girl from Tekken. I'm not really sure exactly who. Uh, also, she said she forgot her wig, so that probably didn't help her costuming. Uh, and then she was also dressed as, this one I did recognize, uh, as Moxie. Uh, was it Bad Moxie? Bad Moxie? Anyway, it's dressed as Moxie from Borderlands 2. Her costume uh, was just amazing, spot on. And I think she's one of those ones who makes it herself. So talented and super, super hot. Love uh, seeing and hearing of her. I recommend, if you are a dude or a lady... Uh, to Google Jessica Negri and see some of, A, the amazing creations she has come up with over the years, and B, um, her smoking hot bot. Dirty old man I am. Okay, so, uh, rain's died down a little bit, so hopefully making the audio a bit better? Question mark? Yes? Mm -hmm. Let's move on to some TED Talks. Yeah, we love in the liberal cube our TED Talks. Do we not? We do. Question asked and answered immediately. Why do I do that? I cannot help myself. Uh, the first one, the title of the video, the TED Talk video, was How a Duck Changed My Life. Okay, so that right there has a little bit of pull uh, as far as, you know, why would I, how did that happen? What's going on here? I, I want to hear the story behind that title. Okay, now... Once you get into this video, uh, I think they would have pulled in much, much more viewers if, if they had have made the title uh, Homosexual Necrophiliac Ducks. Now, if that had been the title, I, I think you would have got a lot more views. So, and that is what this friggin' video is about. Uh, about <laughs> it's about a couple of things, but it starts off talking about uh, this this guy who witnessed a duck, a male duck, have uh, relations with another male duck, and the other male duck was dead at the time. Uh, it turns out as well that this 
uh, I guess let's just call it phenomenon. Phenomena. Da, 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 da. Phenomena. Da, 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 da. Phenomena. What was I saying? Yeah, this phenomenon is not um, that crazy. Well, it's crazy <laughs> because it's freaking homosexual necrophiliac ducks. That's freaking bizarre. That's probably the name of this podcast uh, because they didn't use it as a title, so I'm going to goddamn well use it as a title because that will pull in the listeners. Will it not? I can't imagine. Uh, if you come across a podcast called Homosexual Necrophiliac Ducks, you're not going to listen, right? <laughs> yeah, so this happens all the time. It's not just ducks, other birds as well. Uh, the guy who did the talk, talked about all sorts of strange bird behavior, not just that. He won the, uh, did I write it down? The Ig Nobel Prize. So instead of the Nobel Prize, the Ig Nobel Prize, which is not as bad as it sounds, not as if like his peers are making fun of him. It's more sort of the feeling that scientists will get together and give people prizes for uh, scientific discoveries, quote, uh, such as this, that make people interested in science, even if they are very, very strange stories. So, so I like that something like that exists out there. It's pleasing to me. Okay, so let's move on to TED Talk number two. I have three of them. Uh, the next one was 4D printing. What does that even mean? 3D printing now growing in popularity. I uh, let's throw out some predictions. Occasionally, I like to do that. I'm gonna say within seven years, uh, it will be normal to have a 3D printer within your house. All right. Prediction. I should have said anything about the rain because now it's getting bad again. Uh, we live in four dimensions, of course. The fourth dimension being time. So when I saw 4D printing, um, I was like, what? Time? How is time part of, could it possibly be part of printing? Uh, it's a little confusing, this one, but it's like they have uh, self-assembling parts. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's sort of a good way to look at it, I think. So they, they showed a couple of examples like a like a uh, it's almost like a like a, a wire or a pipe and you'd straighten it and then it would on its own with no um, no like uh, electricity I guess you could say no outside yeah no uh, electricity needed it would uh, say go into the shape of a cube it's kind of something that this is one that I, I wrote down and after I did I kind of thought this is gonna be hard to explain <laughs> And I've just proven myself right. Recommend you watch the video. It's a little more in-depth and complicated than some of the other ones I bring back, so that probably is why I'm having trouble describing 4D printing. Moving on to Ken Jennings and Watson. Uh, Ken Jennings, you may remember, it was quite a few years ago now, did a super huge run on Jeopardy where he won and won and won and just continued to keep on winning. Uh, definitely, hands down, easy to say the uh, greatest Jeopardy champion that has ever existed. Then, uh, after 
he finally did lose. Which, uh, imagine being the guy who beat Ken Jennings, that'd be pretty cool. Just had a bad day that day or something? I don't know. Don't really know the story behind how it all ended for him. But he still pops up from time to time, including when he went on Jeopardy to play against uh, Watson. Watson being a computer. Computer. Um, this is interesting because computers uh, exist that are very, very smart and very, very fast. However, uh, it's, it's a different thing to, to type in a long equation into a computer than to say to a computer, than to, than to basically just ask it uh, Jeopardy-style questions, especially as some of their questions kind of use, maybe not humor, but, like, but not, not overly intuitive things. Yeah. What? Huh. So it's a whole sort of leap in a different direction as far as computing that uh, Watson needed in order to complete compete in Jeopardy. And uh, if you did see, he handily won. So, cool and scary at the same time. Because does that mean it's sort of that one more link into having uh, robots, computers that take over the world? Basically, that's what's going to happen. Robots taking over the world. As they do. They can't not help themselves. Folks, I'm at work. I'm going to go in and do eight hours of work. <sighs> and... We'll meet back for a wee bit more. Love you, dairies. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. 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 We are back. Back in action. Hello again. I do not have the energy to do <laughs> anything. So, uh, I'm going to fly through my remaining items quickly so I can snooze for the rest of the drive home. <laughs> Maybe that's not such a good idea, actually. Maybe I should try to draw out the episode till I get home so I don't fall asleep while driving and crash and die. Ugh. Uh, record-breaking sales day for one of the products we carry, and it pooped me the hell out. Very special thanks to uh, my help that came in. Uh, I did think I mentioned we don't uh, we don't talk about work on the podcast. However, I know I did mention that my uh, right hand woman uh, is is and has been away for two weeks in a row. So uh, it was nice to have someone come in once last week and once this week to help out. Couldn't have done it without you. Quite literally, mean that. All right. So we did some TED talks. Ken Jennings. Next is... Oh, I like this one. So, that's good. It is Tabletop with Mr. Will Wheaton. Ah, love me some Will Wheaton. Yes, I am pronouncing H much, much harder than I should. Will Wheaton. Uh, actually, there's no H in there. Why am I doing that? Cool whip. Uh, I don't know. I'm delirious from working too hard today. That must be what it is. Uh, he's back with Tabletop. Brief hiatus. Uh, during the hiatus, they actually did something that was pretty cool. Um, if you are unfamiliar with Tabletop, which you may be, or you may not be, because I've brought it back uh, at least a couple times to the Liberal Cube. Basically, Will Wheaton, who you may know as Wesley Crusher from Star Trek, 
in uh, other things as well. Stand By Me, for example, sits and plays a board game each week with uh, a bunch of people. Different people each week. Uh-huh. That, simple as that. That is it at its bare bone. Uh, what I was saying was, uh, while they were on hiatus, they took episodes they had already filmed and posted, and then did, like, extended versions, so put up episodes that we had already seen, but with much additional content, so I thought that was very, very smart of them to do that in sort of their off-season, so it's almost like, uh, yes, it's an off-season, but here is all this additional content you get each week, even though we're not working. Very, very smart. Uh, on this episode, they played a board game called Formula D. <laughs> uh, yes. Formula D. It is a... Somehow they have melded together car racing and a board game. How have they done that? It didn't actually look to be that exciting a game. A lot of the games they play on this look to be a lot of fun. Uh, I would say, out of all of the ones I've seen so far, this looked the most kind of, eh? That doesn't look fun at all. Basically, you're just rolling dice uh, to go around the track. There's there's other rules than that to make it a little more exciting, but it is not... I think it may be the only game so far that they have played that I didn't have a desire to play. Uh, so far, easily number one that I have desired to play was when they played the Dragon Age uh, role-playing game. That one looked awesome. I wish I had friends nerdy enough <laughs> that I could say, hey, let's play this, nerdy friends. But I do not. Uh, one thing this episode had going for it very, very highly was Miss Gracie... Grace. <laughs> Miss Gracie. Miss... Oh, God. I'm delirious. Delirious slash the name cursed reared its ugly head there. Miss Grace Helbig. Grace Helbig, who I know has come up definitely, probably in a Fraught Internet Day episode, uh, who I've mentioned I love. I love her. Yes, that's right. Uh, luckily, the missus does not listen to these episodes and uh, did not hear me profess my love for another woman. Yay, her not listening to episodes. I guess. Huh. Yeah, that's not very nice, is it? Goddamn her and her not listening. She said she's going to try to start because I hounded her a little bit and made her feel guilty, as I do. Uh, gonna try to start to listen to Movie Monday and TV Tuesday episodes, which I guess if they're if she's gonna listen to any, she's gonna want to listen to ones in which she has some interest, which would exclude uh, video games and books and internets. Uh, Gracie, Grace, I keep saying Gracie, Gracie helping, Grace Helbig, super super funny, one of. I would go as far to say one of the funniest women alive today. Wow. How about that for a, a declaration? Uh, then you had Hannah Hart. Hannah Hart, who uh, I've been seeing around a lot more lately. She has a uh, web series called Drunk Kitchen. Oh, shit. What's it called? I think it's called Drunk Kitchen, in which she will drink and um, cook things. She also super, super funny. So uh, I'm developing a great liking to her since I'm having more and more exposure to her. So the, that's a good sign, I guess. The more I see her, the more I like her. Hey, that's just math, and it's good math. Uh, I saw her on, what was it, Live Prude Girls, I think it was. Ooh. No, they don't have a new video I checked. And lastly, you have Greg Benson. 
who is like a YouTube star of some sort. He, I did not recognize, um, but uh, he had some funny moments as well. So, no complaints on that end. They sat down, rolled the dice, went around the track. Uh, shit, sometimes, I think, <clears throat> I think every other time I brought this back, I wrote down who won. This time I did not, and I do not remember. I think it was, was it Hannah Hart? Okay, uh, let's do this. Let's say it was the, it was Hannah Hart who is known for her drinking and cooking. So a, a, a woman who is known for drinking won a driving game. <laughs> drinking and driving. Bad, bad. Don't do it. Okay? The more you know. Don't drink and drive. Okay, just one more item, and I'm going to get through it pretty quick, I think. It is a podcast. Yeah. Got to squeeze in at least one podcast. Do we not? It's Friday Internet Day. We wouldn't be here um, together, me talking, you listening, if it weren't for the glorious medium of podcasting. Uh, Maybe. Let's uh, throw a little Adam Carolla live from Phoenix into your ears. Uh, It was funny, and I liked it. They had as guest Teresa Strasser. Teresa Strasser um, was, I guess, on the podcast before I started listening to it. I kind of hopped in once um, Allison Rosen was on board, or maybe not. I, I think maybe when I started listening actually was between Teresa Strasser and Allison Rosen. I think they had a time where they didn't have a girl, <laughs> a girl on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Although that was a long time ago, and my memory... It's not good on the best of days. And today, I will say, uh, was not a good day. Let me just, (laughs) on that note, throw this at you to sort of emphasize the kind of day I had. Uh, At one point, it was a not bad looking day outside. It was almost sunny. Maybe not sunny, but practically sunny. Uh, And then a truck pulls up and I have to go unload it. Okay? Hey, no big deal. Happens every day. Do it, all, do it all the time, right? Uh, as soon as I open up the bay doors to unload this truck with the forklift, it starts pissing out. Uh, pissing so hard that uh, it was like I had had a shower uh, and just wet to the bone, cold. It's four degrees now anyway, so must have been around that then. Uh, and then I get the truck unloaded after a couple of trips. And then once the bay doors close, it stops raining. I was not too happy. And if I get sick, well, I'm taking days off. Take that, weather and bad days. Oh, where was I? <laughs> Teresa Strasser. She's uh, very funny. She moved on to, um, I don't think she moved on to bigger and better things, because it's goddamn Adam Crowell podcast. Uh, but she did move on to other things and pops in from time to time. I like her. Uh, I do think uh, just from the brief interactions, interactions is not the right word, the brief listening to both Allison and Teresa, I think I do like Allison better. Holy shit. Uh, part of my drive is driving beside this little creek, and normally it is just that, a little creek, but today it's it has overflowed its banks, and is probably 
I'm going to go a, a small estimate, say five times the size that it normally is. Holy crap. It's coming down, it's melting, it's just wet. Boop, baby. Uh, anyways, <laughs> also uh, kind of cool in the audience was Jimmy Kimmel's parents. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, Adam always jokes, always jokes about how his, his own parents are horrible. And quite often jokes that he wishes his parents were Jimmy Kimmel's parents. Uh, <laughs> so the fact that they were in the, in the audience at one of his shows sort of emphasized that fact. I liked it. Uh, he did a little rant about how some people drive in other people's uh, blind spot. Uh, the reason I think I wrote that down is because me saying that a dude um, talked about how he does not like how people sometimes drive in blind spots sounds incredibly boring. Does it not? It does. However, <laughs> If you listen to him actually do it, somehow he turns uh, the mundane subject like that into a couple of minutes of hilarity. So uh, very much impressed that he can do that. Lastly, he talked about, well, he talked about lots of things, but the two things I wrote down were that and midget basketball. Apparently he used to play in a, uh, I guess it was a, was it a league? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, let's just say it, because it's fun here. He used to play in a midget basketball league. Uh, so basically it was tall people like himself playing against short people like um, little people, midgets, whatever you want to say. <laughs> and uh, talked about how one time he got checked into the wall by one of them. Something uh, he pointed out that I thought was smart of the inventors of this game is that uh, sort of turns the tables around and gives the, uh, the little people much more of an advantage is that when the basket, or sorry, when the basketball rebounds off the basket, you can't grab it out of the air. It has to bounce once. And I thought, man, someone is taking this ridiculous sport and putting a little thought into it and uh, very, very smart. And I was impressed by that. <laughs> Okay, folks, that's all I got in me. I'm going to go home and crawl into bed, and uh, I never, ever go home and have a drink, uh, unless it's maybe Friday. No, no, even that I don't. But I think I'm going to have a drink when I get home. What do you think? It is nice to be nice to the night. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be 
won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Live long and prosper.